Do you have something to say? Do you believe that everybody should be enabled, encouraged and empowered to tell their story? Speaking is power. As it's said, if you can speak well, you can influence. And if you can influence, you can change lives, your own and others. Welcome to the Let's Stand podcast, speaking up about speaking out. My name is Siobhan Fitzgerald and it's a pleasure to connect with you today. Wow, I can't believe we're at the end of series one of the Let's Stand podcast. What an amazing journey it's been. I knew I wanted to speak to some interesting people on the themes of speaking up, speaking out, sharing your story and to hear their stories. But at the beginning, I think I greatly underestimated where this journey would actually lead. Looking back at series one, having introduced you to my own story and the story behind Let's Stand, I chatted to many truly inspiring people, exploring their stories and its connection with the spoken word and public speaking. I want to sincerely thank each and every one of my guests from series one for their interesting, invigorating and inspiring chats. You've inspired me to continue to ask questions and widen the net to invite in many more voices into the Let's Stand discussions. So, just to look back and recap. I spoke to Frank Keenan, my dear old dad, about his outstanding, captivating ability at age 84 to recite lengthy monologues from memory with expression and passion, many of which he learned in primary school. His poems and monologues are a treasured part of his life and he loves to share them with family and friends at the singing circle, get-togethers and social gatherings. Youth and life coach Helen Butler chatted to me about how to support young people to maximise their potential, something that is at the core of the Let's Stand programme. Helen positively and powerfully conveyed the potential and possibilities of young people when supported and given a voice. Referring to speaking as a fundamental skill that will carry people through life, Helen comments on how valuable this skill is especially when we don't know the full range of occasions on which young people may need to fall back on this acquired and practised skill. What a pleasure also to talk with Jigyasa Labru from India, who connected with me all the way from Dharamshala, home of the Dalai Lama, via Zoom. Jigyasa, who is the co-founder and CEO of Slam Out Loud, spoke to me about the transformative power of performance, including the spoken word and visual arts to build creative confidence in children from disadvantaged communities. Slam Out Loud 
currently reaches 50,000 children across four states in India and through their response to COVID-19 has actually been able to create a footprint in 19 countries, reaching 4.7 million children. Sandra Zimmer, CEO of the Self-Expression Centre in Houston, Texas, and author of the book, It's Your Time to Shine, joined me via Zoom again to discuss how to transform fear of public speaking into flow. She introduced us to the Sandra Zimmer Method, which is a holistic mind-body-emotion system to overcome stage fright and fear of public speaking. Next up, psychotherapist and life and public speaking coach Eileen Hopkins talked to us about some of the important features of preparing a speech and preparing to present it. We discussed the what, why and how of preparation, power posing and positive affirmations. Eileen also shared some tips and insights regarding preparing to speak on screen. New terrain that many people, many of us, are trying to navigate now due to COVID-19. And of course, I just love hearing young people's voices. So I was absolutely delighted to get the opportunity to chat with transition year student Ella May, 16 years old, about her experience and the benefits of attending private speech and drama classes since she was four years old. Comedian and motivational speaker Robbie Ford, who began to lose his sight at age 13, spoke to me on the very important topic of focusing on the ability in disability. He shared with us the experiences, some very humorous, that have gotten him to the stage and what he has learned along the way. In episode 17, psychotherapist and integrated health therapist Martina Breen chatted to us about her varied experience and expertise on the topic of the voice, the human voice. She reminds us of what an amazing tool and instrument the human voice is and how we can play with it and learn to play it to maximum effect. And last but by no means least, I thoroughly enjoyed my conversation with author, TEDx speaker and stand-up comedian Laura Bruce, joining me all the way from New Zealand. We chatted about humorous speaking and comedy and shared many laughs throughout our conversation. Physician, psychologist and philosopher Edward de Bono stated that humour is by far the most significant activity of the human brain. What a wonderful gift to laugh and to be able to make others laugh. In addition to these conversations in series one, I also analysed a sample of well-known speeches and presentations that have inspired me over the years. These included Amanda Gorman's performance of her poem, The Hill We Climb, at US President Joe Biden's inauguration in January 2021. Nine-year-old Dalton Sherman's speech to over 20,000 school staff at a back-to-school convention in Dallas 
Texas in 2008 is definitely worth listening to if you have any doubts regarding what is possible in terms of children speaking in public. I analysed the speech of Emma Watson, actress and UN Global Women's Goodwill Ambassador to the UN on gender equality in 2014. This analysis was a commentary on some of the important elements of the speech's content and Emma Watson's delivery that added impact and enabled her to achieve the purpose of her speech. Episode 10 was an analysis of the speech Greta Thunberg, environmental activist, delivered at the UN on December 4th, 2018, which made her a household name at age 15. Martin Luther King's powerful and historically significant speech, I Have a Dream, is an example of how famous speeches and great orators have changed the course of history. Often referred to as one of the most iconic speeches of the 20th century, it demonstrates the power and potential of a powerful speech to unite and mobilise the masses. Barack Obama's 2008 US presidential election victory speech is a great speech to analyse in terms of the use of rhetorical devices such as contrasts, groups of three and figurative speech. Accepting awards is one sure occasion on which we will all be asked to say a few words and hopefully we'll all get to experience that at some stage in our lives for something that we are passionate about. Oprah Winfrey's award acceptance speech at the Golden Globe ceremony in 2018 is an example of an award acceptance speech par excellence. She received the award for her lifetime contributions to the world of entertainment. Her acceptance speech contains that powerful line I love and would have to agree with her on. She said, What I know for sure is that speaking your truth is the most powerful tool we all have. Wow. Speaking your truth is the most powerful tool we all have. Next up, I just loved analysing what's commonly called the greatest speech ever. A powerful prophetic monologue delivered by none other than that silent comic, Charlie Chaplin. But it was Charlie Chaplin's character in the movie The Great Dictator in 1940 that delivered this speech. This speech is rich with many wonderful examples of effective rhetorical devices such as triads, repetition, metaphor and contrast. And what's more, its powerful message is as important today as it was when first delivered over 80 years ago. In episode 5 of the podcast, I also provided some guidance for teachers interested in beginning the public speaking skill training process with their students on where and how to start, because sometimes getting started is the most difficult, but 
the most important step you'll take. We have a great saying in Irish, Tusma Latna Hebra, a good start is half the work. So it gives me great pleasure to let you know that the Let's Stand programme is now impacting the lives of many primary school children and secondary school students in Ireland and across the world. This year I revised the primary school books and made the programme at primary level, primary school level even more compact with four new student books labelled Book A for Able, Book B for Brave, Book C for Confident and Book D for Daring. These books follow the journey of a character named Aland, a curious, quiet, shy character who dreams of being able to speak, to speak up, to speak out, to speak like one of its role models. Aland quickly figures out that when we want to become a better football player, we learn the skills and practice. When we want to become a better dancer, we learn the skills and practice. Aland wanted to become a better speaker. So, bingo, Aland would learn the skills and practice. Inspired by famous speaker stories contained within the books, Aland begins a magical speaking journey, gathering and practicing all the tools and techniques it needs to become a better speaker. Students too will see that they, just like a land, can embark on their own speaking journey. The revised Let's Stand books are available through the education publisher forschools.ie. That's the number four, forschools.ie. If you're a teacher and would like some support or advice in relation to engaging your class in public speaking activities, please do contact me. If it gets children speaking up and speaking out, I am always very happy to help. So, looking forward to Series 2. What can you expect from the Let's Stand podcast? Well, recently in education circles, we teachers hear a lot of talk about 21st century skills. So in Series 2, I want to explore 21st century skills and change-making skills of creativity, empathy, leadership, teamwork, well-being and innovation and how these vital, life-enhancing skills link and intersect with communication and speaking skills. Once again, I will do this through stimulating conversations and analysis of public speeches and presentations. So, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you to all the listeners who tuned in for Series 1. And please remember, if you have a story to tell or a recommendation of a story you'd like me to explore, please, please do reach out to me. As Oprah said, speaking your truth is the most powerful tool we all have. Let series two begin, onwards and upwards. Everybody has a story and everybody can be supported 
to tell their story to the best of their abilities. Every voice deserves to be heard. The Let's Stand programme trains young people from ages 5 to 18 in the skills of public speaking. If you'd like to find out more, check out www.letstand.ie or email letstandspeakout at gmail.com. Until next time, think about what is your story? Thank you for listening. Let's stand speaking up about speaking out. If you say what you want to say